Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you see the pictures down in the uh, border area of Texas of the surging thousands of people coming over? Only one network showed them, Fox News. The others uh, somehow missed this story uh, of thousands and thousands and thousands of people crossing over to the United States in one day. They somehow didn't cover it. Now, that's impossible if you were an honest news agency. You'd have to cover that because it's a huge story and it affects every single American. Okay, but they didn't cover it because they don't want Joe Biden to look bad. And it was just a colossal, uh, a colossal demonstration of corruption. And I've gone over this with you. You know, you're here because of that, I think. This is an independent news agency at BillOReilly.com, the No Spin News. We don't have any ties to anybody. We produce our own news product, and people watch it and listen to it on the radio. Thank God. Um, but this border thing has really uh, got a lot of implications for next year, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So there is a move right now led by Congressman Andy Biggs, Republican Arizona, to impeach the head of the Homeland Security Department, Alejandro Mayorkas. 
So, uh, Mr. Mayorkas is hapless, H-A-P-L-E-S-S. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he's an order taker. Okay, so the White House calls him and says, do X, and he does X. Um, He has no policy, he has no power. He's just a person who was put in charge. Um, I'm not going to say by affirmative action or anything like that, but there's no reason for him to be there. He's not protecting anybody. Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, okay, my 19-year-old son in college could protect the homeland better than he could because he has no interest in protecting the homeland. His only interest is protecting Alejandro Mayorkas and following orders from the Biden administration. And the orders are, let him in. Let him in. All right? And so we have approaching 6 million foreign nationals in the country in less than two years since Biden's been president. Now, that's the truth. That is the fact. So um, Congressman Biggs wants to impeach Mayorkas. Why? And he's got uh, 20 other Republicans signed on in the new House. Well, why bother impeaching Mayorkas? Number one, the Senate will never convict him. Impeachment's the same no matter if it's a president or it's a department head or it's anybody. You vote in the House. And the House would vote to impeach Mayorkas, okay? Then it goes over for a trial in the Senate. You need two-thirds of the senators convict. Never happened in a million years. Not the way the Senate's comprised now with Schumer in charge and the Democrats having the majority. Wouldn't happen. So this is basically a a message, impeach Mayorkas. But why? Because he's just a stooge. You know, you want to impeach, you impeach Biden. Biden's policy. I mean, last week when he was in Arizona, and uh, the Fox reporter said, are you going to the border? You just, you know, you're less than a 15 minute helicopter ride away. Uh, you know, oh, I got more important things to do. Really? So Biden doesn't care. He wants people. And we explained yesterday why. All right. It's the flooding of the zone of people with no ties to traditional America. That's what the progressives want. They want to do away with traditional America. So let's get more people in here, millions of people, who don't have any ties to traditional America. That's what it's all about. Okay. So I think it's foolish for the Republicans to spend currency on Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, scream all day long? Sure. Do what I'm doing. Talk to people and explain how this is pernicious. It hurts every American. We can't absorb these people. All right, we can't. They are going to be on the government rolls. We taxpayers are going to support them for a period of time. The majority of them, vast majority of them. And then you you take into account the huge influx of drugs, fentanyl, killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. Remember, the number is like 110,000, but it's double that. Because a lot of these deaths, it's clouded in 15 different drugs they take or the coroner doesn't even do an inquest on him. I mean, it's, it's a catastrophe. Does Biden care about illegal narcotics flowing into the United States? He doesn't care at all. That's what's shocking, isn't it? You would think that if you were president, you would care. He doesn't. He doesn't care. And I mean, I know the Biden supporters, oh, Riley, I can prove it 50 different ways. Okay, so I think that the impeachment card, if you're going to play it, you play it against Biden. You don't play it against the underling, Alejandro.
Now, the Biden administration is saying, well, a federal judge uh, throw out um, Title 42. Title 42 was when the government could turn back immediately any migrant coming across the border illegally because of COVID. And said, look, you know, you might be a danger to spread COVID, so you got to go back. That's Title 42. Federal judge said, you got to knock that out by January. Okay? Now, all Biden had to do was write an executive order. Okay, not countermanding Title 42, but saying something like we're pausing and suspending, okay, all of our immigration at this juncture, except for the people who have already filed legally, because it's out of control. This is an executive order. Okay, so nobody in for uh, three months, arbitrary date. Now, it would immediately be challenged in the courts. I know that. But a president has the power to issue that kind of executive order. No more. You got to stop it. We got to reorganize. We got to, we can't be doing this. And then it winds its way into the courts, through the courts. That's how the system works. Biden could have done that, but again, he doesn't care. He couldn't care less. The progressives want millions of foreign nationals to come here, and so Biden's doing what they want. Now, this is, that's the memo, by the way. But I got another story attached to it that is just incredible. So Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, now realizes that his state is getting crushed by illegal immigration. Roll the tape. The fact is what we've got right now is not working and it's about to break in a post 42 world unless we take some responsibility and ownership. And I'm saying that as a Democrat. I'm not saying that to point fingers. I'm saying that as a father. I'm saying that as someone that feels responsible for being part of the solution. What a bunch of crap. I mean, really? So now he knows because in California, there are more than 3 million undocumented migrants added to 9 million legal immigrants. All right, that makes uh, 12 million foreign nationals, about 30% of the population in California is foreign, foreign born, okay? And many of those people are now on the dole, okay? The, California has to pay them. California taxpayers have to pay them. Food and housing and welfare, whatever it may be. So the feds do it, the state does it. But here's news. I want to be part of the solution. I, uh, uh, as a father, I want to be part of the solution. Okay, so here's Newsom in 2018. Go. Uh, this state has had cities, large and small, uh, traditionally conservative, not just liberal cities that have embraced the principles of sanctuary policy. Sanctuary policy. California's a sanctuary state. It doesn't cooperate with the Homeland Security Department on anything. And, but now, now, oh, now, oh. Uh, system's about to break. Well, it's your fault, you pinhead. It's your fault. Oh, the system's going to break. We better find a solution. I want to be part of the solution. This is, you know, you know, you hear, you see. This is just insane. So it's their policies that have led to this catastrophe, and now they go, I want to be part of the solution. You're getting what you deserve out there in California. And California is our biggest audience for the No Spin News. And so many good people live in California. 
And I know you're trapped. I know it. You just can't pick up and leave. I know it. You got family ties. You got job ties. You got social ties. A beautiful place to live physically. And I'm not blaming you. But the state, the 40 million people who vote for Gavin Newsom. Oh, my God. Philadelphia. So in June 2020, two and a half years ago, a statue of Christopher Columbus was obscured by a giant box. There it is. So Columbus, he was uh, in the Marconi Plaza, South Philly. That's an Italian neighborhood. And the Italian-American community in 1876, 1876, gave the statue to the city of Philadelphia. Well, the zealots, the wokesters, put a big box around it, okay? Well, Judge Mary Hannah Levitt said, you can't do that. You got to take the box off. So woke Philadelphia, crazy left, they're going nuts. But the judge's order has to be obeyed. And that box got to be taken off. So it's interesting because Judge Levitt said the ruling was if the city of Philadelphia disagrees with the message the statue, the statue sends, then it can add another statue or a plaque or whatever it wants and say whatever message the city of Philadelphia wants to say. That seems to be fair to me. So that story caught my eye not reported anywhere. Okay. So in the interview we just had uh, with the economics guy, I said, look, people have to fight back. You and me. So no, I told you the pizza story last week where I went to this pizza place decades. And, you know, I used to pay in 23, 24 bucks for a small sausage pie, my standard order. Now it's 30 plus tax. No, because you don't go 23 to 30 on pizza. It's dough, it's tomato sauce, it's cheese and a little crumpled. No. So I go to another place for what they call a smoothie, all right? Because I don't like to take the pills. You know, you can take these capsules now with uh, vegetables and, and fruit. I don't trust that. So the smoothie is just pure fruit, too much sugar in it. I know, but I got to get fruit and vegetables into my system. So the smoothie was $12, top end of that. You can get one for much less than that in your neighborhood, I'm sure. But okay, it's New York, it's Long Island, $12. And, you know, I know I'm getting ripped off a little bit, but it's convenience. right? I, I go in, I get it, I drink it. It's good for me, except for the sugar, and I'm okay. So I go in on Saturday, it's $13. Now, a dollar doesn't matter to me. So I look at the person and I said, wait, wait. First, it was $11, and that's what's on the menu, okay? And then she said to me, well, $11 is for the medium, which I said, all right, I'll give you the 12, top end. Now it's $13. I said, what do you mean? Last week it was $12. 
What has gone up? Bananas? Peaches? What? Couldn't tell. Price gouging. Price gouging. I said, okay, it's not the money, but it's the money. You can't do it. I'm not, I'm not buying them anymore. And believe me when I tell you, there's not a lot of people in my neighborhood buying $12 smoothies. There's not. Because that's a lot of money to play, pay for a drink. Unless you're going out for a cocktail or something, and I'm not. So my, this is a smart life tip. Some things you have to buy. Right, you have to feed your family. You know you get ripped off. The cereal boxes are down 30% of what they used to give you. You know it. But you got to buy it. You got no other alternative. But some things you don't have to buy. I got three other pizza places not gouging me. All right, so I'm going to them. I don't know where I'm going to find another smoothie place, but if I have to live without it, I'm going to live without it. Because once the people start to rebel on all fronts, not just on the... Uh, price gouging, financial front. But once the people start to say, no, no, all right, then things snap back. But until that happens, the gouge is on. And I could tell when I was talking to that person, and I wasn't yelling or anything. I was, I was going, what is it? Can you explain to me what this is? I knew that she was gouging. And she knew I knew. Government remains America's top problem. This is interesting. Gallup poll, 1,000 adults, Democrat 36, Republican 32, Independent 40. Okay, pretty fair poll. Question, in general, are you satisfied or dissatisfied the way things are going in the USA? Satisfied 22%. Dissatisfied, 76%. Well, where were you on the midterm elections? Okay, we went over that two-tribe thing. And if you missed that last night on the No Spin News, please go to BillOReilly.com. If you're a premium member, you can access No Spin News anytime you want. But I explained what happened, and it took me a month to figure it out with the midterm elections. All right, second question. Non-economic problems facing the USA Government poor leadership, 15%. Government's a problem. Immigration, 8. Unifying country, 6. Abortion, 5. Crime violence, 5. Poverty, hunger, homelessness, 4. Election reform, 4. Judicial system, 4. Okay, so by far and away, people are saying we got a bad government. Bad federal government. Okay, let's get into the culture now. Um, So I'm going to be on News Nation. Tonight, Wednesday, about 8.15 with Chris Cuomo. And Cuomo wants to talk about um, the definition of a man and a woman. Now, I'm up for it. I'm ready to go on it. Uh, I think I'm fairly well versed on the definition of a man and a woman. Now, the reason that uh, News Nation and Cuomo want to speak about this is that the Cambridge Dictionary has redefined the words man and woman. This is more tedious, woke stuff. Okay, this is what this is. So the Cambridge Dictionary still includes the original definition, which is that a man is uh, a male, um, and that's his gender. But now uh, the Cambridge Dictionary is going to say a man is an adult who lives and identifies as a male, 
though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. (laughs) Okay. So that means that maybe they were born a female, but now they're a male. That's what this this is all about. Okay. Do I, am I offended? No. I don't need the Cambridge Dictionary. I'm perspicacious enough not to need it. Okay. Now, there's another one. This is uh, Dictionary.com announces woman as the word of the year. Okay. So this is their explanation. Woman is one of the oldest words in the English language, one that's fundamental not to just our vocabulary, but to who we are as humans. And yet it's a word that continues to be a source of intense personal importance and societal debate. It is a word that is inseparable from the story of 2022, unquote. This is just gibberish. That should be the word of the year. Gibberish. Okay? And then Kamala Harris could explain, uh, because she is the purveyor of gibberish, Kamala Harris. So anyway, uh, this is Dictionary.com. Now, I don't know what's so confusing about the word woman. It is a gender. There are two genders male and female. That's biology. Now, if you want to add in lifestyle and medical decisions, fine. I don't care. But they're not biological decisions. They're lifestyle or medical decisions to alter your gender. But you're either born a male or a female. That's it. So I'm going to have to explain this to Chris Cuomo tonight, 8.15 Eastern on News Nation. I don't know whether he will understand, but I will speak slowly. Okay? TV news. Um, It's over. It's gone. It's never coming back. So Walter Cronkite, wherever you are, Huntley Brinkley, Peter Jennings, I'm sorry. I worked it. I worked for Jennings. Okay, and I had a great time and learned a lot doing it. I worked for rather not such a great time. Um, But anyway, listen to these numbers. This is unbelievable. So this is the week of December 5th, nightly news. All right, ABC had 8.5 million viewers. NBC had 7 million viewers. And CBS had 5 million. Okay, so total 20 million viewers watched the three Nightly newscasts. There are 125 million homes with television in in the United States of America. Okay, so this, these are paltry. And and they've been going down now for 10 years. It's like this. Boom. Cable's worse. CNN, as you know, almost off the air. MSNBC, uh, I think their primetime average is about a million Again, out of 125 million homes having TV, and the 25 to 54s, gone. And Fox News, 25 54s, gone. Gone. Average age of the Fox News watcher now is about 78 years old. Staggering. So all of those people who used to watch network news and cable news are now other places. A lot of them are here. Watching the No Spin News, the independent news agency that I have. But it's not coming back. 
So it's like the dinosaurs, you know? It's amazing. This day in history, December 14th, 1995. Microsoft, that was Bill Gates and NBC, announced a joint venture, MSNBC. Each corporation threw in $200 million, that's $400 million, to start up a news agency that was interactive. That's what the plan was, okay? Well, it was an enormous bomb. <laughs> it was a colossal bomb. So they went on the air July 15th, 1996, and it wasn't a left-wing broadcast then. They had uh, Ann Coulter, Laura Ingram, uh, John Gibson, John Siegenthaler, they had a bunch of conservatives on, okay? But nobody watched. And the face of MSNBC back then was Brian Williams, roll the tape. But we will begin tonight with President Clinton and tonight's interview here on MSNBC and what he had to say on the subject specifically of the investigations swirling around the first family and the polls showing voters think they may not be telling the whole truth. All right, so Williams had a show and it bombed, all right, and he's not there and everything bombed, uh, so much so that uh, Microsoft pulled out. Um, it pulled out in 2012. So I'm responsible for this. <laughs> um, I am. Because what happened was that when the factor went on at primetime, which I think was 98, all right, so we were up against, uh, what's his name? Um, I'll think of it. But we wiped out uh, MSNBC, and Fox News surged in the ratings, okay? And... NBC was caught by surprise, so they said, well, we have to do the, we have to do the same thing Fox is doing, but on the left. So they went over to, uh, to do that. So as we became, the factor became the highest rated cable news network uh, show in the land by far, okay, then MSNBC became more and more militant left to try to get some, something going on. Didn't work. Okay, the whole thing didn't work. So MSNBC uh, parted ways with Microsoft in July 2012. Gates had, had enough. Okay, we're not making any money. This isn't going to work. And today, uh, prime time, um, one million viewers. That's it. That's all. Now, you could put on, I, I contest, you could put on a, a show for an hour on cable with three monkeys and the monkeys just kind of do what monkeys do. They kind of just race around for an hour. You'd get maybe 2 million viewers. <laughs> All of that money, you get 1 million viewers. Anyway, that's this day in history. New Zealand uh, banning cigarettes and cigars. But here's the rub. You, if you are born after January 1st, 2009, 14 years ago, you can't buy or consume tobacco products in New Zealand. You can't smoke. If you're older than that, you can't. But you have to go, they're like hiding them in a forest somewhere, making it really hard for you to buy them. Um, but you can vape. You can vape. New Zealand, big vape territory. But New Zealand is a country, four million people, um, and it is basically a government tells everybody what to do. You can't smoke pot there. Pot, nope. No pot. So they're not hypocrites on that level. But uh, New Zealand is uh, 
a no tobacco zone. France, and this comes to us from our foreign news partner, thedailychatter.com, which I think you should check out if you like foreign news. France has pledged to stop sales of gas-driven vehicles by 2035, and that is five years earlier than the EU plan. So uh, you can still drive them, but you can't buy them in France. So 94% of all vehicles in France last year were gas-powered. Okay? So this is going to be a pretty big transition in that short period of time. Is it going to work? I don't know. But it's a sign of the times. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, so uh, the media, the corrupt corporate media, this is NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN. Um, And some people think that Fox News is corrupt. I mean, you know, there's not uniformity anymore about FNC. It's divided. But anyway, the corrupt media that just doesn't cover stories that will make Biden look bad starting to crack a little bit. So there's a guy named Jose Diaz-Balart. I've known him for a long time. He's on MSNBC, which is progressive heaven. And here's what he said about the border. Go. What what a just tragic humanitarian crisis. We just heard some of the 
horror stories that people face just when they get to Mexico and trying to get to the U.S. They're being kidnapped, starved, raped, extorted. That's just in Mexico. I'm just wondering, Anna, where is the urgency here? Where is the outrage uh, that men, women, and children are going through hell? And it seems as though, unless there's some political aspect to this, there's no outrage. There, there's no focus. Jose, listen to me, your pal, okay? As I said, the president of the United States doesn't care about those people, all right, at all. Now, Trump, who you don't like, he had the immigration, illegal immigration thing, at least manageable. The stat, again, is about 750,000 encounters with migrants and Border Patrol in Trump's last year because he had to remain in Mexico policy. Biden comes in. First day, Knox remain in Mexico out. Now we have six million encounters in less than two years. And Biden wouldn't even go to the border, as we heard last week when he was in Arizona. He, I'm not going. I don't care. Because he doesn't care. So it's hard for people, particularly liberal Democrats, to wrap their head around the fact, and it is a fact, that their liberal president doesn't care whether these people live or die. He's not going to do anything. Now, why is he going to do anything? Because the progressives want to flood America with foreign nationals. And we went over this in the two tribes. Now, on Sunday, I will have that two tribe uh, analysis more fleshed out. Sunday noon, my column. So you'll be able to have the column downloaded, look at it. And it will explain everything about why this has happened. So the state of Arizona put up crates as a barrier for people illegally crossing the border from Mexico to Arizona. They put up big, big crates, okay? Um, and uh, the Biden administration is suing the state to get those crates taken away. And Ducey, Doug Ducey, the governor of Arizona, is doing it. He's folding I wouldn't. So Ducey says that uh, he's going to stop putting up the barriers and he's going to remove the containers in the San Rafael Valley. Okay, so he's folding because the Biden administration is suing the state of Arizona. I put up more. Awful. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Let's go to uh, the culture. So, as some of you know, I do a weekly spot with News Nation, which is a cable news outfit trying to make a name for itself. And I'm on the Chris Cuomo show. So yesterday we reported that the Cambridge Dictionary has expanded the meaning of the word man and woman. It's all a bunch of uh, malarkey, as Joe Biden might say, but it's woke stuff. Okay, so it's not enough to say man, a person born a male. That's a man or female a person born a female, biological male, biological female. So when you're born, the authorities fill out a birth certificate. We all have them, male, female. There's not like eight other categories. Now, as you get it to be an adult, if you want to change, you're entitled to do that. It's America. You want to be a girl, you can be a girl. Okay? I don't care. Matter to me. But anyway, the Cambridge Dictionary has changed the definition of man and woman. This was uh, a topic last night on the Chris Cuomo show. Roll it. In theology, there's a lot of intolerance for things that are deemed immoral by certain religions. Come on, this isn't a free fire Unitarian zone here. You've got to expand it. What should happen is the totality of the issue. Some people are going to want to change their gender. They should not be scorned or mocked or anything else. Right. They have a right. We're good on that part. Once the they're next 18 part. years old, to articulate do the next part because that's okay. where we're rubbing. Go ahead. The next part is that there isn't anything wrong with that in right. a civil society, but in certain religions. That is not looked upon as a positive. Okay. You give both sides so people can make up their mind. Well, you can give both sides, you but know, you say you can't make kids uh, believe it's okay. That's not what we're saying. We're saying it is okay. I didn't say that. I well, didn't say, you're saying look, don't indoctrinate children kids can't whose grasp faith. The issue. You said don't indoctrinate kids whose faith say that this is wrong. That's what you said. Correct. Okay, and don't I'm indoctrinate them. It's a secular society. You do the same way that you say that the world is round, not flat. Not in my religion, it isn't. That's your problem. Listen, that's not our it's problem. It's the same, Cuomo. Listen to me, and I'm going to drum some common sense into you. It would be the same thing if a public school teacher in second grade came in and told the uh, tykes that abortion was great and reproductive rights was great. It's excellent. And if you get pregnant and you're a girl, you should have an abortion. That's different. That's indoctrination. That, no, that is not. That is indoctrination. And, and, I'm and, not talking and about religious that. People, religious people consider abortion a grave sin. I'm, I'm with you. You I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying to do that. It's not a good analog to what I was talking about, which is these people exist. They have a right to exist that way. And if you don't like it in your faith, that's fine. But don't you act that out in a secular society in a way that disadvantages those I people. I agree 100%. That's not indoctrination. You, but and I that's hear you where on. the bullying comes in. Absolutely. That's where and you're the dead right about that. As, as a debater and as a former teacher, you know and you're right. Okay, so it was a spirited debate. Um, and I'm glad I had that forum because millions of people remember. All of that goes out on social media all over the world. And uh, it's interesting because that 
segment that I do, they don't have debates like that anymore on cable. I, I made the factor, uh, the biggest cable success of all time, debating. Almost every segment was a debate. So I'd say to my staff, find the smartest person who disagrees with me, bring them on in. Okay, and we'll kick it around, and then the audience can see it's a stronger argument. And so, but that's gone now. It's like, here's my opinion if I'm the anchor or the uh, host of a program, and now we're going to bring in somebody who agrees with me 100%. <laughs> because it's easy to do. That's simple. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay? In order to debate, you got to be prepared. you got to have a strong argument. Now, uh, Cuomo is a liberal. He's never going to change. And it doesn't really matter to me what he is. All right? What I want to get out is the common sense view that these woke people are tedious. It's ridiculous. They're trying to ram their lifestyle down the throats of traditional people's lives. And that's wrong. And you shouldn't be discussing this stuff with six and seven and eight-year-olds anyway because they don't understand it. And it's outrageous what they tried to do in Florida. Now it's against the law, thanks to DeSantis, and that's his strong suit for running the president. Um, they basically say, well, we're going to come in and we're going to tell you that, uh, hey, this is an option for you. If you're eight and you don't like to, and, and your name is Larry, but you want to be Belinda, just wait till you're 18 and you, no. No, those are private matters. Those are private matters. You don't have a chart saying, okay, here's how you can become a girl if you're a guy. That's ridiculous. That's, it's now against the law in Florida, and it should be against the law everywhere. That's indoctrination, like I said, with the abortion thing. What's the difference between a, a teacher, a second-grade teacher, coming in and saying, hey, abortion's great. I love abortion. I had five of them. And if you get pregnant, you young girls, when you're a teenager, you go have an abortion. That's, that's outrageous. That's a public school. What about all the, the religious kids in the traditional? You can't do that. And he says it's not a valid comparison. It absolutely is. Because if the, if the same teacher walks in and says, hey, you don't like being Sally and uh, you want to be Harry. Just wait a few years and here's the chart. Here's what you can do. And right on. No. That's a parental responsibility. It's a personal decision. Public schools shouldn't be involved with that at all, at all. But my main point and that I made last night was forget about the woke stuff. It's just tedious and tiresome and ridiculous. If, if I'm in the presence of somebody who's woke, I'm out of there. I, I don't even bother because it's just boring. Okay. However, the bullying, and I saw it firsthand when I was a teacher, the school boards have got to, you've got to crack down at it. If somebody is a serial bullier, they're expelled. They're expelled. And you can see it now on the Internet. These kids have the texts and the uh, emails. And, I mean, you can't, you can't tolerate it, school boards. It's not a federal issue. It's a local issue. I, I wish, I mean, way back when I was teaching, they didn't have any of this stuff. But, boy, I was ferocious. Those bullies, they feared me. I get them. I, wouldn't, I couldn't hit them or anything like that, but boy, I gave them a hard time. Because I, I, you know, and it's not just LGBT kids getting bullied. It's black kids. It's chubby kids. It's kids with bad complexions. It's across the board. 
And it's worse now than it was when I was teaching, a thousand times worse because of this Internet stuff. That's where the liberal people should be concentrating their efforts. But no, they want indoctrination brainwash. That's what they want. Smart life. So a cardiologist named Dr. Donald Lloyd-Jones has studied heart attack spike rates. And he says that between Christmas and New Year's, there are 40% more heart attacks. And this is the quote. During the holiday season, there are different stresses like dealing with your in-laws and travel arrangements that may add stress. We're often knocked off our eating and sleeping patterns. We tend to consume more alcohol. We're not pursuing our typical physical activity. And we may get thrown off our medication schedule, unquote. So it's a little dopey here, but not crazy. Because, yeah, those days between Christmas and New Year's, everybody's partying, celebrating, a lot of eggnog. I can't eat, drink eggnog. Anybody out there like eggnog? No, but they, you pour booze in it and then you get blasted. So they tell me. Um, the other thing in the smart life category is don't overdo the celebrating, you know, moderation. Watch the COVID. So I don't go out in public a lot. Um, because, you know, when I do, I have to, it's an ordeal. I'm not whining about it either. I mean, I just, once in a while. But when I do, it's always a fist bump now. No handshakes. Everybody wants a handshake, but I just give them a fist bump and I just go COVID. Okay, that protects you. No hugging. No, because if a person has COVID and you're there like that, mm. So be careful about going into groups that you don't know, people you don't know. My daughter, three times COVID, and she's vaxxed because she lived in New York City. And she's around strangers all the time in confined areas. And she's picking up, picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. It's crazy. So watch that COVID thing, all right? I'm not a big mask guy. I don't do that. Um, and, and those of you who do, I respect it. Maybe the mask helps. I don't know. I haven't gotten COVID. I've been very, very, very lucky. But I'm, I got it fully vaxxed and all that. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But just be, watch your health. Watch your health over the Christmas thing. We, we want you to be strong. Here is the final thought of the day. So I went to a party in Manhattan last night. I don't usually do that. But there were uh, some people there that I wanted to see I hadn't seen in a long time. And I'm glad I went. Okay, I didn't stay all that long. But a woman came over to me and was very, very nice. And that woman's name is Sunny Hostin, uh, a member of The View. And she was very very grateful that I gave her her first break. And I had to be reminded of that it was so long ago that I put her on the factor. And she was on some of our legal reporting. There she is. And I was taken aback. I saw her come over. I thought, oh, I'm going to get grief from one of the view ladies. And I couldn't have been nicer. And the point of it is that even if you disagree with people, you can still be nice to them. You know, I mean, I enjoy talking to her, 
She refreshed my memory about how I had put her on way, way back. And now she's a success and I'm happy to help. And I've helped literally hundreds of people in this business. And so um, it was a very worthwhile thing. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.